0: Welcome back to A Life Extraordinary. I'm your show host, Roberto. Once again, coming to you from the Airstream and uh, indeed two episodes in a day. But I've started this uh, series within the series uh, where I'll be exploring destinations and giving you a glimpse into how it was for me and how it felt while I was there. And, um, you know, Iceland is a destination that I go back to time and time again. Indeed, I'll be back between April 13th and May 5th, uh, guiding a group from the 16th to the 23rd. we still got two spots left, so if anybody wants to join us, you're more than welcome to. And then uh, guiding my brother for a little bit before going off on my own wacky adventures. And uh, in 20, I think the first time that I... Uh, went to Iceland or the second time that I was in Iceland in 2013 um, was the time that I went to snorkel or actually in this case I was scuba diving the continental divide and um, the place is known as Silfra in Iceland and it is where Eurasia and America meet but what makes it so unique is that it has water in between it and so you're able to snorkel or dive it or free dive it and the visibility is absolutely spectacular so i'm going to take you through that story of mine of scuba diving silfra in iceland and it's uh quite something unique the last trip that i was there we free dove it and uh, but it's quite different experience to do it either way so mm. excuse me without further ado This is Scuba Diving, Silfra. by yours truly, Roberto Gibbons-Gomez. The water was hovering near two degrees centigrade. Topside, it was minus five. The dry suit felt bulky. I had never worn one before. I looked like the Michelin man, or more so felt like him. Bella and I looked at each other and laughed. Ice covered everything during our visit to the island nation, and the entry point to our dive was no exception. Fully kitted out in my dry suit and tank on my bank, we ambled over to Silfra Ravine's entry point. A sheen of ice covered the ground. My neoprene booties had no grip whatsoever, and I slipped, almost careening into Bella. I flailed my arms and somehow managed to balance myself. It would have been ugly. My hands were already cold. The sky was a flat grade. Gray. Not much light would be penetrating the water for our dive. I was sure I would drop the camera during the dive. The neoprene gloves covering my hands removed any dexterity. I might have had. This would be our first cold water dive ever. I was skeptical. I mean, who goes scuba diving in Iceland in the middle of winter? The day began early in Reykjavik for us. We drove our camper van down to Scuba, scuba Iceland's dive shop, a skip away from downtown and even closer to the waterfront. Everything is close in Reykjavik. Scuba Iceland's jovial owner, Finny Finjordsen kitted us out with all the gear we would need, head to toe. Just a quick glance at us, and he had laid out all the right-sized gear. Epic photos of divers exploring the Continental Divide plastered his office and dive shop. It just got us more excited. We were introduced to Jethin, our dive master, who explained how the water we would be plunging into is a thousand-year-old glacial melt that meanders through the island's volcanic lava field, finally venting into Thingvellir Lake. Our expectations uh, were high for what we had heard to be one of the most spectacular dives in the world. We would literally be scuba diving in between the continental divide where the American and Eurasian plates meet. Pretty amazing to conceptualize it. Every year, the continental plates patiently drift away from each other by two centimeters, increasing the rift between Eurasia and America. Every decade or so, the strain of this minuscule yet colossal movement quakes the ground. The last earthquake was in 2004 and measured 5.4 on the Richter scale. You don't want to be diving into this ravine during a quake. Bella jumped in first and I followed. We felt surprisingly warm in our dry suits. I reminded myself not to pee. (laughs) A scuba dry suit is not like a wetsuit. We adjusted our masks on and Jithin's extractions began to descend into Silfra. My near slip, the cold weather, the grey skies, all dissipated instantly when I began to descend through what's known as the Hall, feeling like a veritable Jacques Cousteau. Hues of green and blue and grey melded into a visual parade. On either side of us, the ancient volcanic walls and carelessly strewn boulders told of creation. We could see everything, close and far, as the visibility reached the end of our sight. We were in arguably the clearest water in the world with 150 meters of visibility. The water inside the rift and lake takes between 30 and 100 days to reach Thingvili Lake. Silver is located on the rim of the lake. Its journey purifies it, allowing you to take a drink if you so desire. The same current that brought it there carries away any silt over the lake, keeping it transparent. We swam along, admiring everything around us. Bella's silhouette looked exploratory. She was in her own world. There was an eerie lifelessness to the dive, a cold beauty. What began as narrow fissure widened out, and after swimming over some shallows, we entered the cathedral. Aptly named, it is a thir- 20 meters at the deepest point and approximately a 100 meters end to end, and it leaves you breathless. A spectrum of blues and greens surrounds you, envelops you. Not hard to see why so many refer to it as one of the top three cold water dives in the world. The feeling was visceral and otherworldly, and the photos do it little justice. Soon afterwards, we emerged from the bright pastel waters over on the far banks. The sky was still blanketed and grey. From topside, the pastel colours disappeared, an underwater memory. The crisp air reminded us it's no fun to be wet in the cold. We headed back to the van to change tanks, have a bite, and some delicious hot chocolate. Best of all, when the hot chocolate ended, we went right back to do it all over again. This is uh, definitely one of the coolest dives I've ever done. You know, I have dry suit dove since then, but being in between the continental divide has something just so uniquely special. And uh, it left me in absolute awe. So uh, so next time you're in Iceland, this is a must-do scuba diving, still for the continental divide. You don't need any skills. You don't have to be a high to be a highly certified diver. Regular certification only if you're diving, but you can also snorkel it or um, uh, what's it called? Free dive it as well. It's extremely safe, even if it's your first time diving in a dry suit ever. The temperature range in Iceland varies very little from summer to winter. So diving with scuba Iceland is a year round activity. So there you go. There is my quick trip into uh, diving between the Continental Divide. I'm delighted that you've joined me tonight. And if you do make it to Iceland, don't forget to put Silfra on your list because it's definitely worth the visit. See you next time. I'm Roberto. Good night.